What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of Talk Time with Coach Bo and... Coach Jay, don't play. We are back at the RG headquarters. We in the house. Hey. The 3,000 square foot. Hey. hey. Yeah. 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 All right, we're back. Uh, episode number 18 on the docket. Uh, what's going on with you, Coach Jay? Man, I'm just living. <laughs> I'm doing good. What have you been up to? Uh... Working and training and eating right, which feels amazing. For like 48 hours? No, it's been like 72. 72 hours on the dot. On the dot. Uh, I just got back from San Diego. We did. Two weeks ago. Nice, yeah. Really great uh, getaway. Unplugged from the phone for a while and got to actually think, which sounds silly in a way, but it's true. It's like you get to turning the phone off does something different and special to you. It's just a constant. Yeah, you're not like worried about like, oh, I got to post this picture and put out this message. I got to hit up this person and tell them something about whatever's going on in the day. And it's just a lot to think about. Yeah, a few CEOs do like a think week where they just completely get away. No electronics, no nothing. And so they can think about what's next. It's kind of like our mini Think Week. We're think, definitely joint. We're joining that bandwagon. We are joining the the Think Week. Think Week. Think Week. <laughs> think Week. That's two hard words to put together. It is. Uh, but we are back. Uh, so I recently started an experiment. One of my biggest weaknesses with food of all time, maybe, is eating too quickly. So I know that sounds stupid, sounds dumb, but. One of my biggest problems has always been eating really, really fast. As a kid, I grew up, I was always playing sports, super active, burning through calories, metabolism very, very high, so I needed food and I needed it now in order to recover. So as I got older, that then became still one of my habits that I had instilled in me for 20-something years. Uh, And metabolism slows down, you're not nearly as active as I used to be, so it adds up. And... If you guys have ever overeaten or eaten too quickly, and sometimes you guys know that feeling where you gotta get the stretchy pants on, or you're sitting back on the couch and you feel like you're gonna go into a food coma, and that's something that happened to me often when I when I was overly hungry or I did have a food that was highly palatable, like cinnamon rolls or fast food for me or anything that you could eat a lot of in a short amount of time, especially with like high fats, like pizza or something like chips and guacamole, those type of things that I could really just overeat on a quick basis. So I knew I had to address it. If I'm going to sit here and talk about how we should talk about nutrition and people's weaknesses <laughs> with food, I figured I should address my weakness at some point. So it started on our last day when we were in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had... And we had talked about it that trip, though. It's not like we just like randomly were like, hey, let's do this, and then all of a sudden did it. Like We actually put a little thought into it. Yeah, it was something we've. It was something that we talked about a long time. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was my weakness for yeah. a long time. Never really knew how to address it. And there's been a thing like intuitive eating has been going around um, a lot on the internet, talking about how be more mindful, take away distractions, eat slowly, do drink water, all these type of things. And it's something I've you know referred to clients, but never something I fully in- implemented myself. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was time to to address my weakness. As hard <laughs> as as hard as that is, right? So, I basically, for eight days, 
what I attempted to do at every meal, everything that I ate, I, tr- I had two rules for the eight days that I was going to do this experiment. So the slow eating experiment can comprise of two rules. One, each bite had to be entirely consumed before I used my utensil or took another bite, right? So if I took uh, a bite of rice, I was not allowed to put in another bite of rice into my mouth until I had fully consumed and swallowed the last bite. So that was rule number one, mm-hmm. which is not which is something usually, I enjoy, boy. I love shoveling it in. <laughs> I was say, it's not usually the case when we sit down to eat. It's usually... Like you said, shovel a scoop, <laughs> reshovel that fork or spoon or whatever you're eating, using. As quick as, as you can. As soon as your mouth is like halfway empty, it's like, all right, take another one. I'm ready for another pleasurable mouth experience. Take garbage disposal. <laughs> so that was rule number one. Uh, rule number two was that you had to, I had to put down my utensil that I was using, if I was using one, twice during the meal. So if I had a fork or a spoon or whatever it is, I had to put it down twice to just for, even if it was just for five seconds, I had to put it down uh, and just take a drink of water or whatever, talk to someone or whatever. And the last one, I didn't do this one as often. I did a little bit early in the experiments, but didn't do it as much often, was I, had, I wanted to set a 10 to 15 minute timer after the meal to give myself time before I ever like went back for seconds or decided to eat something like more within that meal. So... A lot of times it takes it takes your body time to give the signal to your brain that you were full, right? So it takes, or is it backwards? It get, well, no, I think either you your right. brain or your body. It takes time for something to tell something that you're full, right? So you can, <laughs> and if you eat, it too, takes time for your stomach to tell your brain that you're full. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you're, yeah. You think you said it right? I don't know. They know what we mean. You know what I mean. Uh, so I did that in the beginning and. That was something that I did for eight days. Now, with all that said, was I perfect? No. You have to understand that I've been going through 28 years of consuming food the exact same way. So there was times where I ate and I literally totally forgot that I was doing this experiment <laughs> altogether that until one. I was done, completely done, or someone said something to me. There was numerous times where I think three people said to me, aren't you supposed to be eating slow? And I was already done with my meal and I didn't think about it whatsoever. And your reaction was pure like innocence like you were just like I really didn't know oh my gosh I completely blank like and it was it was almost funny in a way because they're like there was that one morning where you did it here and I think Katie and Brett were training with you and uh I had brought you oatmeal and you Mm -hmm. were so hungry because you hadn't eaten all morning and not on purpose it's just that we had trainings back to back to back we woke up a little too late so I was like well we're not going to starve to death. We'll be fine. <laughs> so we had to get out of the house. And then I brought you the oatmeal later on. And you ate that thing in probably like three 45 minutes. seconds. No, no it wasn't. I was going to say two, three minutes. It was fast. It was really fast. So, yeah. Um, and it wasn't, I was really trying to be open to this experiment. Like, I yeah. really wanted to do it. It wasn't something like, you know, you you give you you say you're going to do something and then in reality you you don't really want to do it so you're like you just pretend yeah. like oh i forgot and deep so, down you know, you're like this is going to suck so bad yeah. why did i commit to this no i think yeah i you really, really wanted, wanted to, to i really wanted to do this and like i had every intention in doing it at every single meal and which taught me a lot right yes. it taught so let's me talk that, about like, that yes being like super unconscious of your food habits sometimes uh-huh. is a real thing like it's, 
Yeah. There were times I was completely unconscious that I was shoveling food into my mouth, and mm-hmm. and I was really really aware. Like I'm more, I'm usually pretty mindful, like when I'm doing something, right? But but that shows you that whatever weakness or habits you have, just doing something like this, like where you go a week and you try to address that thing, can make you so much more conscious or make you realize how unconscious you are about the bad habits that you actually have. So that was one thing I learned is how instilled this is in me and it's not something that's, oh, it's just my weakness. No, this is like a real habit thing that I have to deal with, mm-hmm. right? So I think it taught me a lot about how like everybody has their own little thing, right? Everybody has their weakness and stuff and how hard it is to break that and I saw that with how unconscious I was. Well, and it took, uh, true reflection on your end to be like, okay, let me look at assess my situation is like, what are my habits with eating and nutrition? Yeah. Like, what is something that I personally need to work on? And this may be like something that someone's just like, oh, I do this all the time. Like, I'm a very conscious eater. I eat at the dinner table. So this yeah. may not be f- applicable for them. But for you, this is definitely something that you took a hard look at and you were like, let me just reflect on something real quick. Yeah. Um, what did you feel like? made you the most successful when you did this? Uh, certainly sitting down at a table and not having distractions. Like if I could sit down at a actual dinner table, not on the couch, not like in the car, not at the gym, not anything. If I could actually sit down and eat food, that's when I was at my best. Especially if there was no cell phone next to me or like even playing like, like we listen to a lot of like, like, chill uh, jazz vibes vibes type music Um, so putting that on also put me in a state of like being more conscious Mm -hmm. Um, so no distractions was the biggest thing I did my best when I sat down and ate with you or just like by myself at the table at the table at the table it has to be sitting down at the table (laughs) and like the couch didn't work as often you can't be eating in your bed you can't be in the car when I anytime I was around distraction or the tv there's numerous times I sat down in front of the tv to eat and I completely forgot what I was doing talk about when you were cooking in the kitchen that one time and (laughs) you were unconsciously just snacking Yeah. yeah so it was like uh, it was probably like 11 o'clock, a little bit like early breakfast we were making. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually, if I like, we'll cook eggs, either Jamie will cook or I will cook. And then, so I'm making eggs, and usually I'll make some for myself and then eat. And then while I'm eating, I'm making Jamie's as well. So I'm cooking, and obviously I'm eating my food, and I just have no idea that I'm doing it because I'm focused on two other things with cooking and my cell phone and, you know, just pure distractions. Mm-hmm. So not cooking at the same time as when you're eating is a great one too because, again, I, I really I didn't even realize it until I was completely done. I was like, I literally just ate those whole thing of eggs, like four, five, six eggs, mm-hmm. and I didn't know I was supposed to be eating them slowly. Mm-hmm. So I was just shoving them in. So Distractions was the biggest thing. So if you guys struggle with this, Stay away from the TV, stay away from your cell phone, sit down if you can, make it an event, make it a conscious thing where you have to sit down and eat. So now that you're not like on your eight days of trial with this, how are you taking it and applying it to your everyday life? Like, I'm so much better. I'm, I would say I am much more conscious of my weakness now just after eight days. Yeah. I, uh. And you weren't even perfect those eight days, but you just continued to attempt to keep that in mind, right? Yeah, totally. So it's not like you 
you failed and you're like, oh, this experiment is ruined. I just yeah. have to stop it altogether. You're like, oh, I just didn't think of it then. Well, I'm going to do better the next time I eat tonight or this afternoon. And I never wanted this experiment to be like a pass or fail thing, right? It wasn't, it was just a matter of me becoming more aware of what I actually am doing, right? And I knew I was going to screw up. I knew there was going to be times where like, I didn't know what I was doing, um, but I really just wanted to be open to the whole thing. So I didn't make it like a pass or fail thing for me. I, I couldn't, like it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. If I tried to go eight days or I just completely got consumed by it, it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So that I became, I realized a few things. I realized that if I eat slower, I hate to admit it, but I tend to really enjoy my food much better. Like I just do. There's more of it. It stays there longer. I get to enjoy it, kiss it, love it, and you know all that kind of good stuff. You know why I like it? Because <laughs> you get more food if we're sharing. I get more food if we're sharing. Yeah. So Jimmy always tends to get the short end of the stick when it comes to food, especially if we're going to share Chipotle chips or. And it's so what funny else? because eating with you, like since whenever we started dating, yeah. I've become a faster eater. You Just have. because I'm like, Out of oh, pure necessity. <laughs> these Chipotle chips are very scarce right now. I really need to hurry and just shovel in my mouth so I can get some. Yeah. So it definitely made me enjoy my food as much as I hate to say that. I did enjoy my food more. Um, I felt like I ate less than I usually did. I, I definitely feel like I consume less calories, probably 500 600 calories a day that I feel like I don't consume because I get to, I eat slower. Hmm. And after vacation, like we, we had like two or three weeks where we just went off track because of parents moved, um, vacation, birthday, and then my birthday anniversary anniversary was all in like one little bunched up space. And we did not eat well during that time. And it kind of got to both of us. We're like, ah, we don't feel great. So you feel Mm -hmm. just like a little, a little fluffy, all those kind of things. So Going through this has been perfect, and I think eating slower has helped me get back on track with workouts and my sleep, and it just it starts to snowball into everything else in your life, right? So You know what's funny about you doing this is, like, it also made me more conscious of, I like, was how really, fast... I was wondering that, too, because I, I kind of thought you... I saw you, like, thinking about it. You're like... <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, I think she's eating slower as well. Okay, but how funny is this, right? Like... Any type of person could take this into their own situation, into their household. Like, you can never, like, if you haven't already experienced this, like, you, when you want someone to get in shape, whether they're in your family or they're a close friend of yours and you hang out with them a lot, just doing things by habit, like, trying to fix your things in your life and, like, look at your situation. Like, Bo's eating thing. He tried to fix that. How did that rub off on me? He didn't pressure me in any way to, like, oh, Jay, you should do this with me, too. He just literally led by example. So me watching him, I was very motivated to, like, take part in noticing what I was doing and, like, while I was eating. And you didn't say anything to me about it, like, at all. But I remember the first day you did this. We were in San Diego still. It was our last day that morning. And we were at IHOP eating pancakes. Mm -hmm. And um, you had started, like, eating really slow. And so I was like, oh, well, I don't want to look like the fat ass here. And, like, (laughs) just start shoveling food into my mouth. I was like, I'm going to be done, like, ten minutes before you. So I was like, I'm going to chill, too. And it's so funny because... I really did feel a lot more full by eating slowly. And it's like you enjoy the flavors of the food so much better. Yeah. It's it's an eye-opening experience, just being a little bit more conscious of it. And the other thing that I felt 
that I didn't expect was a, a sense of overall peace. Like I felt, usually I feel pretty rushed. Mm. Like with the way things are, like trainings and trying to post and do all the daily things that yeah. we do on a daily basis, right? I felt much more in tune with where I was in the moment. Like I was really living in the moment, eating slower, and I was also I also just generally felt a better overall peace throughout the day. Like I didn't feel rushed. I didn't feel like I had to be in a hurry. I felt like I was being more productive because I was slowing down. I felt like I could do more by doing less, if that mm. makes sense. So Yeah. So yeah, I mean, again, I completely forgot the rules. There was it was probably fifty fifty. Yeah. It was probably fifty percent of the time that I was fully engaged and then fifty percent of the times that I totally forgot. And then other times where I was halfway through the meal and I was like, Oh, I gotta start eating slow, I forgot. But the thing is, is like at this point, it doesn't matter how great you were in those eight days. What matters now, in yeah. this moment right now, is that you are more conscious mm-hmm. of a habit that you have done for twenty eight years unconsciously. And now you're like taking a new step forward, like adding another tool to your toolbox that is going to help you have a better relationship with food. So it's literally just picking certain habits to focus on for just a few days, even at a time. And then hopefully you just get better at those things by just practicing them, not having to be perfect because that's just stressful and just unnecessary. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) No, don't. But definitely be conscious of that and just, Every day, try to get a little bit better, one little thing. And then before you know it, like in a year, you've practiced these habits and look how far you've come. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I can't say I broke my habit, but no. just in eight days, having a habit that I had for however long I've been eating super fast, 28 years, 20 years, whatever it's been, has made me just that much more conscious about it, right? Yeah. So if you want to... If you want to try to break a habit or you want to try to start doing something, you want to start running, you want to start working out, or you want to start like trying to change a nutritional habit, like I would just say just start by doing the, the littlest you can do. So if you're going to start running, I would go for a walk for five minutes. Yeah. See if you can do walk for five or ten minutes every day and just see how conscious your body feels like. Does this feel good? Does this feel bad? Should I be running? Should I not be running? Do I like this? Do I not like this? It doesn't, I don't think it matters what the end result is. I think it matters like what you learn. I guess, eh, eh. I mean, I think people are after the end result, right? Like they want. You can't be. They want this like body that they are envisioning in their heads or they want their self to look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally got to break it up though. You can't just be like, "What do I need to get to get this like in two months?" Like it has to be something that you literally take piece by piece and take it slowly. Because if you don't, it's overwhelming. It's stressful. It's, I mean, you're setting yourself up just to be really, really stressed out from the very beginning. Yeah, totally. So definitely, just just try something and try something super small that you feel like you could do. And if you mess up, cool, you mess up. But just try, do it as an experiment, not a pass or fail test. Yes. So experiment with yourself. And even write down. Like, it helps me a lot to write down every single night. Like, I write in a journal usually every single night. To-do list plus whatever the day was like and something like that. Just try to reflect. It doesn't have to be something crazy or good. Like, I did this good today, I did this bad today. Boom. Then start over the next day. So... It was a great experiment. Eight days. I thought I learned a lot.
from it all. Um, so if you guys need help with some type of nutritional habits, uh, another thing that we offer is Jamie does nutritional coaching uh, with people that you can sit down and talk with her on the phone for, is it 15-minute consultations like once a week? like about a 15-minute consultation, yeah. Yes, once a 15-minute consultations once a week with Coach Jay. I believe you do it for six or eight weeks. It's for about, I think we do it for 12 weeks, actually. 12 <laughs> weeks, okay. what we okay. have it set up for. So if you want to sit down and talk about whatever nutritional habit that you have, for 12 weeks and you actually want someone to like kind of guide you through it or talk you through whatever habit it is you have that is something that we definitely offer as well you can go to rngfitness.com or you can contact jamie directly Um, message me instagram facebook jamie coach Coach don't play play, uh coach bo smith um and you can always purchase that service too Uh, or if you just want someone to help you of course like we're always here for that too we got you so uh, keep that in mind. Eight-day slow-eating experiment is complete. Learned a lot. Hopefully, it can help you, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, much love. Uh, James over here has to train. He's looking a little soft. So, big we got to get James. some muscles on the man. Let's throw you go, the big bus, game, man. James. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys on the flip. We out. We out. Come out there.